Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Thursday evening, February the 20th, 2020. 2 2020. Crazy. It's not going to happen again for like a billion years. Uh, Michael Scott. Kidding. But before I kick off in today's uh, episode, I do want to give a reminder to you guys. Uh, per your request on our Instagram stories, you asked for a mobility program. And we have one that we run annually, and we're actually going to kick it off here in about nine days. And it's a 30-day mandatory mobility challenge where we coach you every step of the way. There's like five or six programmed flows in there. You just click, watch it, follow along at home, in your hotel room, wherever you're at, you can do this. And it will drastically improve your mobility and your education in terms of how you move and feel over the next month and so you have nine days uh to register for that the link is in my instagram stories right now if you shoot me a message i'll share it with you guys i'm happy to offer a podcast listeners discount code so if you're interested i'll shoot that to you it'll save you guys a couple of bucks i think it's well worth the money if you know you're not doing enough mobility this is for you and i say this all the time you're going to lose you know your size and, and speed and strength and that's going to go as, as age happens, but mobility is probably one of the things you can keep damn near your entire life. And it's kind of those things like, you know, if you don't use it, you tend to lose it. And the longer you delay making it a habit, uh, the harder it is to, to get it back. And if you're listening and you find you sit at a desk for at least four hours a day, or you have, you know, tight shoulders and upper back or hamstrings and glute stiffness, and you're a person who wants to eliminate aches and pains associated with bad posture, lack of flexibility and poor tissue quality, this is for you. We'll walk you through how to foam roll, how to find other little tight and trouble spots. And if I can't answer something, I'll bring in Dr. Sean and Trish and them from Balance to kind of share their two cents. There's a lot of gems inside of here, and it really is a time where you can take a month, 10 to 20 minutes a day, max, if that. A lot of you guys, you're talking a 10 to 12, 13 minute investment per day to feel better. You can get through bigger ranges of motion. Your workouts will be better. Your list will be better. Your recovery will be faster. Um, it'll improve your physique in the long run in terms of how you look and longevity uh, of everything and teach you how to you know, train a little bit smarter, I think will be the big picture. So hit me up. Happy to share a discount code with you guys on that because it does matter to me. That's why we created the program. And like I said, we coach you in a private Facebook group every step of the way. So with that, I'm going to talk really quick here just on a story I got, um, or a story, like a, a comment I got today uh, on Instagram super early this morning. And uh, we'll tie this into kind of the, the social pressures of uh, being fit and, and what it's like and when you're going to make a change in your lifestyle, when you start to lead from the front, what you can expect and what's going to happen. And some of you guys uh, feel this already if you're leaders of your household or your business or, or your friend circle. But... I get a lot of uh, negative uh, comments, if you will, on pretty much anything I do. Uh, the day I knew I couldn't win the internet is when I shared a video of uh, I was playing basketball at a park late at night, I hit a couple of jumpers, I dunked a basketball, and uh, just shared a positive message about you know, hey, you know, make fitness you know the outcome of the activity, not the goal, and just get on and play more and do things that you love. And that was the post, and I had like you know three people crush me. Uh, on that and I'm like that was the day I was like Jeremy you cannot win the internet if you can't even shoot a basketball outside and post something that is only positive people still want to talk shit to you 
Uh, it is unwinnable. And then from that point on, I'm just like, fuck it, man. I'm going to post and do whatever I want because people are going to hate me either way. So I get a lot of comments in terms, especially when I do stuff that's written or podcast things that uh, I have an opinion on. There's always going to be somebody who, you know, kicks back and has an opposite point of view. And that's fine. I'm always down to hear, you know, different points of views. And if there's things that I missed or things I can see from, you know, somebody else's angle or live in their shoes, I'm happy to do so. I'm never saying, you know, what I share is completely right. Uh, it's my opinion a lot of the times. Now, if it's the science-based stuff, uh, there's really no debate there. It's just like science is science. But if it's what I think and feel, then so be it. You can have your opinion. But being in this space for a long time and being on the biggest platforms in, you know, our profession, whether it be men's health or bodybuilding.com, you get on the list. I've been on them. I've been there. Uh, the photos, the videos, and uh, they are visceral platforms at times. And people are overly critical of, of how you look. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know the Mendoza line of like being a certain level of fitness. It, people feel it's okay to critique your body and body parts and how you talk and how you move. And they act like it's an okay thing. It's kind of like when you see the woman who's like super pregnant and uh, you go like rub her stomach, like, it's not okay, bro. Like, you don't know that person. Like, if she's a month pregnant or she's eight months pregnant, it's not okay for you just to come up and touch this human. But yet people feel like it's okay, right? You know what I'm talking about? That's how I feel it is in fitness. When you become a certain level of fit or you start to change, or even for you guys listening, if you've lost 100 pounds and you start to transform, people feel like you lost 100 pounds and all they can talk shit because your biceps aren't that big. Or you lost, you know, 100 pounds and they can talk shit because your butt is too flat or whatever the, the thing is. Once you start to make these shifts, people feel like it's just, it's open season. And I understand us as, you know, people on the internet, in the public eye, if you will, we kind of open ourselves up to some of that. And I always, always use my close circle um, of people who are like me with that, that I know personally. The BJ Gadors, the Alexia Clarks, the Hannah Edens of the world. We have all worked together on the biggest platforms, on Instagram and with YouTube and our podcasts and our businesses and with Men's Health together as we all did a project. And we've all done separate things outside of that. Uh, they get it, you know, at, at the same scale that I do. BJ probably the worst over time because he's done the most stuff uh, with Men's Health. And just, I got a message today on the video I shared yesterday, just a, a simple dumbbell routine. Um, and I look the way I look. I, I really don't change. I'm 6'2", I'm 215 pounds, and I live lean 365. We film video content basically every single day, and I'm just always in shape. I, I don't have a bulking season or a cutting season. I'm just in fit season. Uh, it's what I do. It's, it's why I've, you know, make the money I make, if you will, and I get the opportunities I get because I always look and move this way, and I can always perform. And the message today was the guy was like, you look too skinny. You should eat more chicken or something like that, like to bulk up. And uh, that's not the only comment I've got this week, but that one just stuck out to me because he wrote it on the main feed, didn't DM it to me. And I found it, you know, overly comical uh, that he would write that and have an opinion on how my body should look. Apparently to him, I'm too skinny. I should weigh 230 pounds. Now, little does he know that would take a Herculean effort on my part and have to basically, you know, eat four or five times a day, just lift, cut out a lot of the functional stuff I'm doing to maintain that kind of size. I'm an ectomorph by nature. I have the ankles of a seventh grade girl. So it's really hard for me just to be 215 pounds, let alone 230 pounds. Now, for me, this kind of 215 pound range feels fine. It's kind of my, you know, 
home base, if you will. My nat- my body naturally kind of wanted to fall in here. I could actually be a little bit bigger, probably, but at the cost of you know body fat, not really muscle tissue. But yet to somebody on the internet, they want to critique and say something, not knowing the hard work, effort, energy you put into just being who the fuck you are at present. And I'm, I'm sharing the videos with you guys, not to say, look at my body and how great it is. I'm sharing them with you to show you the exercises and the movements so you can do them yourselves. Now, if I happen to be in a certain level of shape and that gets you to stop scrolling and click and watch it, well, that's called marketing. That's why we do it. Otherwise, I would work out in the same black pants and same black hoodie like I go to work in every single day. But we know that doesn't do as well on the internet to market. And so we game it for that. But I'm not there for you to judge how I look. And, and I've had similar posts in the past where we've done so at bodybuilding.com where in the same thread, they can say I'm not lean enough. So essentially, you know, he's not that lean. He's too fat. I can scroll down to three more comments and he's too skinny. He needs to bulk up. So it's like, well, A, I don't have enough muscle and A, I'm, I'm too fat in the same sentence. It's like, so you can't win either way. And then I get the people who, who chime in and comment that I need Botox, uh, you know, because my face is so wrinkly and I look terrible, but because I'm on camera, I should do all this cosmetic shit uh, to be more appealing. And I have nothing against that, right? Like if you're a Botox fan or like a cosmetic surgery fan, if you're happy, by all means do it. I'm nobody to judge, but I'm a 36 year old dude from the Midwest. Yeah, I live out here now, but I'm a Minnesota dude deep at heart. Like it's just not how I was raised and it's not how I grew up. I'm a basic dude. I'm a jeans, t-shirt and baseball cap kind of guy. And I could really give a fuck if I got some wrinkles on my face. I would imagine at 36, um, that's life and that's what's going to happen. And to anybody listening out there, just because, you know, we share these videos and the content that we give for free, by the way, over and over and over again, asking nothing in return, it doesn't give you a free pass to talk shit and critique how we look. If you don't like an exercise, you don't like a movement, you have a question, by all means, you can comment and ask. But it doesn't give you a free pass to break down somebody's body and all the hard work, effort, and energy they put into it. But lucky for me, I was born with this amazing gift called not giving a fuck. And so it doesn't matter to me. Um, I share it with you guys because I know a lot of you kind of go through the same things and and not just in fitness. This is connected to everything. Um, People can judge and criticize and and say things that uh, are out of bounds more often than not. And a lot of people don't have as thick a skin as I do uh, just by nature, how I was born, how I was raised, how I naturally am deep down. Um, And it affects them and it it cripples a lot of people from sharing things and wanting to be themselves and wanting to be creative and wanting to get into fitness for that matter. Well, they're like, well, I'm not fit enough, so I I guess I can't share that or like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not sexy enough or I'm not smart enough or I don't write the right things. And so they fear this judgment from other people. And when they see the negative comments, that can cripple somebody who could have had so much awesome, amazing shit to share with the world. And now they're scared. Because they're valuing the opinions of the few negative people who are out there. And A, if you're doing that, please stop. Because if you can't share the basketball stuff being possible, you're not going to win anything else anyway. People are always going to judge you guys if you're listening. But just know it's out there. And if you've ever done that to somebody else, please don't. Um, It doesn't do any good. You've never once been like in a debate or an argument with somebody and they're solidified in their decisions and you change their mind. I use politics here as a quick example uh, because it's all on TV right now. 
like if you want to vote for you know candidate a and you want to vote for candidate b and you guys get in a room you're not going to convince the other person to vote for a or b or vice versa you're solidified in your decision it's just an argument that goes round and round and round and so you know it's kind of like the old saying goes if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all you can always offer constructive criticism and there's a tactful and a, and a right way to do that but judging someone based on physical appearance is probably one of the most shallow dumbest things you can do and a lot of people do it man and, and the reason i share this because any of you out there who have started a new fitness lifestyle have probably been met with some kind of resistance from friends or family at some point in your life um and again, this is not just limited to, to fitness. This can be finances, 100%. If you change your spending patterns, if you're starting to change your philosophy about life and be more mindful and be less materialistic, if you're changing your personal beliefs about something like politics or like religion, if you change um, and your friends and family don't change with you, there will be a revolt, right? Like if you don't, if you go against the grain, if you're the black sheep, if you're the like. They won't understand and uh, there'll be some kickback and there'll be some people who don't understand. There'll be some people who judge you. And on a side note, like what the fuck, were we all supposed to say the same our, our entire life and like never change and never be able to, you know, ha evolve and have a different idea. Hopefully as we mature, like we do evolve and we do make a change for the better. And those people who don't have a hard time accepting the new you. And I know you guys have felt it in terms of eating and drinking habits 100% if you grew up in that circle. And, you know, like I always say, it's much easier to establish a culture than create one. It's much easier to establish a culture, you know, than to create a new one. And trust me, I've lived through it. I used to be the guy who would, you know, go out and drink 20 beers and pee his pants and head about the wall when I stopped you know, going to all the social events that involve drinking. And I stopped going overboard and, and again, having this mentality of being 100% all in on, you know, the booze and the drugs and women and all the shit um, I was doing. People really didn't know how to take that because I was changing the culture and the habits of who I was and what I was doing. And I got some kickback and I share the story all the time, you know, of my best friend and, I was like five years into this and he was just like, you know, how long are you going to do this for? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, how long are you going to eat like this and train like this for? And I'm like, till I'm dead, bro. This is the new me. This is who I am. The days of Jeremy, you know, chewing a tin a day and, you know, pounding 15 beers is over. This is the, this is the new normal. Uh, and we can hang out and we can chill and we can go to a Twins game and have a couple of McGoldens, man. But uh, I can't stay out till 2 a.m. and and do the same dumb shit I was doing. I was on a path of, you know, either, you know, death or prison or God knows what else. And so it was hard for me when I became, you know, Jeremy Scott Fitness, you know, if you will, compared to the old me. And you guys probably have to deal with the same thing if you really want to make a massive change. And I'm not saying they're not your friends. I'm still friends with the same dudes I grew up with, but we just do different things now. And we hang out in different settings where I can kind of control it. And you would think if you want to, you know, be fit and be healthy, you would be met with only, you know, badass support from the people closest to you. And some of you are, are lucky to have an amazing support system. Um, for others, you probably have to deal with uh, the constant social struggles and the shit talkers and the food and the drink pushers who want you to quote unquote fit in 
which side note always reminds me of uh, the movie American Psycho with Patrick Bateman and he's riding in the car with his uh, fiance Reese Witherspoon she's like will you come to this with me he's like no I have to work and she's like why he's like your dad just owns the company why do you have to go anyway pulls out his his headphones which he always wears by the way which I love and he's like because I want to fit in and his struggle obviously in the film is that he's drastically different but is doing so many things to fit in in terms of you know business cards and the suits he wears and the job he has and where he goes to school and I parallel that to a lot of you guys because when you start to make these changes you're going to have people pushing food and pushing drinks on you and it's tough uh, to say no at first and it's tough to you know fight the social pressure of that when you want to be the fit person in the group and you know you just have to be who you are at that point and you really got to be your own person um, many of you probably have the same friends you did when you you know weren't in the best shape or if you're starting a transformation you still obviously have those friends now um, or if you guys are changing your financial habits for that matter you probably have the same friends like when you were broke uh, before you were fiscally responsible before you made these major life changes um, and in terms of fitness you know if you take the initiative to get healthy but your friends, your family, your coworkers, and your social circles are fine without making the changes, you got to be okay with that um, and understand that you're going to be the Dexter of the group. But when I say Dexter, I mean like Dexter Morgan from the show Dexter. Um, you're going to be the mutant of the group, the one that really doesn't kind of fit in. You, at first, for sure, are going to be the social outcast at work and social outings because you don't partake in every happy hour or every taco Tuesday or the morning Krispy Kremes or whatever people do at corporate jobs. I'm making up shit now. I haven't been in a corporate setting in years. Although I did just do a corporate event uh, at the W this week uh, for the McCarthy people and their food looked actually pretty healthy and pretty good. But you know what I mean? Most of you are stuck in places where um, you're outnumbered um, and everything is stacked against you when you want to make a real change and you are literally the oddball out. And for me, I always kind of relished in that role, maybe not as a young kid, for sure, but as I got older, I was just like, well, fuck it, dude, I'm not like everybody else, why am I going to try to be, I'm just going to do the best I can with what I got, and that's where you're going to be, you're going to be the person who stands out, and especially when you're in like a work setting, and in the social settings, and when you travel, I don't have an answer for everybody, I'm not telling you to be so weird, there's, there's hacks and workarounds, we've done podcasts on, you know, being a busy professional, and, and how you kind of manage it, but I have empathy for you because I once had to make the same kind of change and shift. I was, you know, lucky enough or dumb enough to work 100 hours a week for the past 12 years to create an ecosystem where I don't have to answer to anybody. So I can basically do whatever the hell I want uh, at this point. But for the rest of you out there who aren't as stupid or as crazy or as, I don't know how you want to term it, hardworking um, as I am in terms of that stuff, you're going to be outnumbered when you try to make a change in terms of how you look, move, feel, or just live life, the percentage of shitty food eaters to healthy food eaters in your circle, um, especially at your job probably, is not going to be in your favor. You might be outnumbered 10 to 1, 15 to 1, 20 to 1 in some of your office settings and work events. Um, regardless of what the exact number is. So if you're at your work, right, and you go in, there's like two people who you know who are healthy at your job and the other 40 are terrible. Um, the percentages ain't good. Uh, they're, they're just not, you don't have a lot of support to lean on. 
And so, you know, what are you supposed to do when your, you know, social circle sucks or your work circle sucks or your family's even against you? Should you give into the social pressure? My answer, fuck no. You just do you. You you have to know what you're doing is important and it's for you and it's going to be tough up front like anything, but it's going to be way worth it on the back end. Like all great things in life, there's a sacrifice and pain up front for an awesome reward on the back end. You have to hold your ground and you have to know, you know, what you are about and that's why we say you have to do it for you. And you have to stand your ground in the decisions and the promises you made to yourself. For once in your life, mean what you say and do what you say and just fucking follow through and let those people do what they want to do. Because you have goals and you're not going to fold to the social pressure every time something comes up. You have to keep your North Star in mind always. And the issue is this with a lot of times and, and we've seen this like I don't want to say specific names here because a lot of people listen to this but I've seen this uh, in my social circle in my settings like even my wife sometimes has said things in front of you know family members of ours that hey we're going to do this and you're met with like kind of this like laughter or doubt or like sure you are or I bet you do that oh yeah and that sounds like a great pipe dream and yet then we we go do it and People feel threatened when that happens. People feel threatened when their own lifestyles are being questioned. Um, And not that we're questioning them, but we're making decisions that's making them self-question. And that somehow turns them against you a little bit. Uh, I don't know why that is. I have to study the psychology of it. Uh, But it does happen. And Or let me put it this way. When you're doing the opposite of what they're doing, especially when it comes down to eating healthier and drinking healthier and being more responsible with money, uh, it makes people feel bad about themselves. Um, I think a lot of it stems from that. Because you're doing something that maybe deep down they know they should be doing, they should be more responsible, they should be doing X and Y and Z, and now you're doing it, it makes them feel a certain kind of way about themselves and they project that shit onto you. And if you guys think for a second, you can probably... Picture this unfolding in your own life at some point if it isn't currently. And in terms of fitness and eating, right, you might be doing you know nothing besides eating a healthy meal at a restaurant um, while your friends are deciding to eat like the most unhealthy shit possible they have to offer. Or you packed your lunch, you know, at work or an event um, and everybody's eating the pizza that was catered in or you skipped the drinks Uh, that everybody was having, or you got your ass up early and worked out before your work conference event and everybody else slept in. It's things like that, that sometimes turn them against you. Um, Just a simple fact that you made them think about their choices and do some form of self-reflection for a moment on, you know, how they're spending their money, you know, uh, how they're drinking, how they're eating, how they're spending their time. Are they skipping workouts? is enough to make them think that they're being judged. Even though you're not judging them, they will feel that way. And that tends to piss a lot of people off and send them into kind of this defense mode. And a lot of it stems from that. You might be doing only things for you to do right and sharing your story and your journey, but they can take it the wrong way. And you can't control it anyway. That's why I always say you have to do this for you. And you got to keep your North Star going. And it starts with, you know, Questions, comments, statements, 
about, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. And I share the story, obviously, you know, of my best friend asking me, well, how long are you going to do this, Jeremy? I'm like, well, until I'm dead, bro. And he wasn't doing it from a place of like, you know, feeling bad about it. Um, cause we don't compete. We were true best friends. Um, he has an amazing life. He's going to have four kids. Blows my, blows my mind. He's going to have four children on this planet. Super responsible now. But just to think of where we came from to now just is insane. He's going to have four kids. I'm filming shirtless videos with like, tiny shorts on. Hey, you know, it's all even Steven, right? <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, like we don't, we don't compete. And he wasn't asking me for that. But a lot of you guys, you have people and coworkers who are going to say things to get you to kind of cave in and get you to kind of give up. And that's where the social pressure of being fit comes in. And they say things like, you know, are you sure that's healthy? You know, because now they're an expert. They watched, you know, an episode of Dr. Fill in the Blank or they read two articles on, you know, Google and now they know everything about, you know, creatine or vegetables or keto or whatever the fucking thing is. Um, or they'll say, you're crazy, you're obsessed, uh, you were already thin or skinny or lean or insert whatever term they use. You know, one treat won't kill you or come on, man, just have one drink with us. You know, why don't you just live a little? And side note. Why don't you just live a little? I am living. I'm living the best fucking life possible and I'm happy doing it. I might not like the exact same things you like, but if I lived a little every time somebody told me that, I'd be 300 pounds and probably dead at this point. Like, it's it's just way too much social obligations to give in. That's just my circle personally. Or, you know, the worst comment, you know, I think you looked better before all this started, which, God, I can't believe people say that shit. I think you looked better before you started doing all this. Like, you looked better that way. Like, what a kick in the fucking nuts that people have the audacity to say shit like that. That is the worst. Even if you think it, just let it go. Like, somebody loses 100 pounds, they don't look sick. They don't look like they have cancer or dying. They look fucking great. They lost 100 pounds. Like, show them the respect they deserve. It's a Herculean effort to do something like that and keep it off. Don't downplay it by saying some shit like that. And people do it all the time. Or... You were already thin before. Like, you're not the judge of them and how they look. And if they're happy, then be happy for them. A side note, no real fitness person um, or professional or somebody who has worked hard to change their body or their habits or anything in their life um, would talk like that. They just wouldn't. I'm never going to critique somebody's body parts. I'm never going to critique somebody's effort. I'm never going to talk shit about somebody trying to better themselves because I know how fucking hard it is. I've done everything from the ground up, man. I sucked at damn near everything in life. And all the shit you guys see in here today, I have died for it over and over again. That's why I have empathy for people who work hard and I see how tough it is to change. And the things that might naturally come easy to me, I know are hard for somebody else. And something that naturally comes easy to my wife or one of my friends is hard for me. So I always try to go from that perspective and point of view. And in all honesty, you know, for me personally, like as a fitness person, I don't care what people do as long as they're happy. Like I know people think like, you know, I'm not on this crusade to, you know, change everybody's life. You know, we can only, you know, help the people who want help. And I'm not trying to push my lifestyle on anyone. And a matter of fact, like I think I'm probably the opposite. I tell you guys not to live my life and do what I do unless you want to, you know, be exactly like I'm being. And I don't think for most people that's ideal. Um, what I want to share is this. When you're trying to really just make a, a massive shift in your life and your habits and your rituals and routines, there is going to be 
some kickback up front. There's going to be some doubters. There's going to be some haters. And then the more you change and the bigger it gets, it's going to get louder and louder until the point of where you become the person they come to. You become the person who's now leading from the front. You become the person who is the expert in the group. You're the person that everybody wants to, you know, be like, look like, move like, and feel like. And you got to just kind of weather the storm right now uh, at this point. And they'll see it, you know, for what it is. And uh, the ones who don't, they'll just get left behind and, it, and it's okay. But just know that uh, they're going to talk shit to you up front. There'll be this awkward middle ground where they're curious. And then as you get super fit, they'll start to probably critique your body a little bit more and you'll get the stuff that uh, that I get along the way. But just know you're doing something to better yourself. And again, I, I use health and fitness because this is a Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and I'm a fitness person, but this goes for everything. Uh, if you change any habits in your life that were once not ideal and you start to become more responsible and you start to move up the chain uh, you know, of success in your life with everything you're doing, with education, with career, with finances, with health, with fitness, with eating, people are going to take it a certain way. And hopefully you have enough awesome people in your circle to keep you going and you don't have as many negative people talking shit to you, but just know what's going to happen uh, and it's part of the game. And uh, if you can weather that storm and just keep your, your North Star focused, you guys are going to be okay. And you'll be able to you know, weather the storm of uh, you know, people you know, bagging on you for being, you know, fit. And that's all this quick rant is, is just about the pressures of, of being fit in a, in a social setting, in a social circle. And we've already talked about a million of the hacks along the way and how you guys can kind of get through it and fight it and navigate it. But I just wanted to share this for anybody out there right now who is, you know, starting a transformation or in the middle of one or, you know, just anywhere you are in your fitness journey. Uh, these are things I've seen and I've lived through and just know it, it does get better. Uh, but it'll probably get worse uh, before it does get better. But, you know, you'll see it through on the other side, and then you'll be a fit, healthy, happy person. And um, at that point, you know, everybody's going to come to you for the answer. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that quick rant. It was just on my mind today because I had some young dude talking shit about me, and so I just had to let the world know, hey, uh, you're not alone. I get it. You get it. Everybody gets it, especially when you're trying to uh, – you know, do something other people, you know, can't do, won't do, or aren't willing to do. And uh, it's because they feel a certain kind of way and sometimes they negatively project it on you. But hold your ground and uh, you guys will be all right. So if you are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Open up the podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five star. Leave me a review. I'm happy to see it. If you guys have a MacBook or an iPad right now, open up the iTunes icon, click ratings and reviews, five star it. I truly would appreciate it. Again, reminder, if you guys are not uh, on YouTube, just type in Jeremy Scott Fitness uh, YouTube in the Google search bar, hit subscribe. We have way over a thousand videos at this point, all the podcasts, all our Instagram stuff, and a lot of other fun things we film with contributors uh, in our area here. A lot of mobility fixes, workouts, and, and different things are there. All 100% for free. Um, happy to share with you guys. And again, the reminder, if you only really want to do our mandatory mobility program, uh, 30 days, follow along. We kick off in nine days from now, I believe March the 2nd. I'll give you guys a podcast-specific discount code, so it'll save you a few bucks and allow you to uh, you know, just move better and feel better with us. So um, I'll drop you guys something this weekend as well. i got a busy couple days here um, and a lot of really fun stuff coming to you in the next two weeks here on the podcast, so I'm excited for that. Things that I'm passionate about, selfishly, I probably get more out of them. Uh, than you will, but hopefully you guys enjoy them 
all the same. But I thank you guys again sincerely for all the support. I've gotten more amazing positive messages about this podcast than than damn near anything else we've done in the last two years. And so it, it truly does mean a lot. I mean that. And I wouldn't do this shit without you guys, you know, sharing it uh, and commenting and throwing it out there because Lord knows I don't like to talk and I don't need to hear myself speak anymore. But I thank you guys. It truly means the world. So if you love the podcast, share it. Um, I appreciate it. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.